three, two, one. Spices. All right. Sure. Yeah. I don't know if it picked up on it, but Chadwick participated. He said, Meh. Oh, I didn't hear him, but I believe it. Oh, thank you. And he's grouchy. Okay. Chai Hi there. there. Welcome to Cream and Sugar. And that's it. That's the whole joke. Because we're finally going to properly talk about chai. <laughs> yep. But, oh boy, I hope you're ready for some rabbit holes. Because I, I don't know what kind of mood I was in when I wrote this. But it was a rabbit hole kind of mood. I like rabbits. Yeah. <laughs> for example, one of my sources started with a poem. Okay. That said, if you are cold, tea will warm you. If you are too heated, it will cool you. If you are depressed, it will cheer you. And if you are excited, it will calm you. And that is by William Ewart Gladstone. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Who is William Ewart Gladstone? Well, he was the Prime Minister of Great Britain four times between 1868 and 1894. He was of Scottish descent, but born in Liverpool. So anyway. <laughs> uh-huh. That's going to be the tone of the episode. All right. <laughs> oh, boy. So it is time. It is time for chai. Chai time, if you will. Chai okay. time that we talk about chai. chai. Oh my it, god. It sure is. <laughs> yep, it's high time we talk about chai. Before that though, how you brewing? I am I'm brewing great now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still vibing off of the last episode's energy because this is mm -hmm. recording two of the day. Yep. Um I am highly caffeinated because I've had several caffeinated drinks today. So I'm a Vibing off caffeine. Mm -hmm. um, I'm holding a warm cup of tea, so that's a good feeling. Mm -hmm. uh, I started a new embroidery project. Oh, so, yeah? Yeah. I This one is called Wildflowers, um, mm. and I'm going to hang it in my office, either my home office or my work office. I haven't decided which. Nice. Yeah. I'm excited. It's It's turning out really cool, too. Because mm -hmm. this one involved new techniques that I've never tried before, uh, including mm -hmm. a French knot, which I thought was going to mm -hmm. be very easy. Uh-huh. And it it was not. <laughs> ah. uh, <laughs> yeah. I had to watch a couple videos on how to properly tie a knot to where it looked cute. Ah. Because they were kind of really, really messy. But I'll, uh, I'll post mm -hmm. a picture on the progress. Yeah. I'm proud of you for figuring it out, though. Thank you. I uh, I also started this project, and at the time I had acrylic nails, and I couldn't uh -huh. grab my needle because my nails were too long, and I panicked and ripped them off. <laughs> that was, uh, I think that was the start of, we're not having a good mental health week. <laughs> yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> so yeah, um, I'm proving good. <laughs> <laughs> you ever just get so stressed you rip off your nails? <laughs> I've been there. Um, just just for let the record show, I'm not a monster. Um, they were just about ready to come off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had been plenty of time. Okay, hold on. Okay. Resumed. Uh, so Mike just got home from the store and... Uh, he handed me a bouquet of flowers and my favorite chocolates and the little Debbie's ice cream that I've been looking for since it came out. That's the and, one he found? Uh-huh. Our Walmart is out completely. Like, there is not a space on the shelf. They didn't even get them. They just got them in. We went to Walmart yesterday. There were none. And he just found the, the cosmic brownie and the nutty buddy and we're going to have a later. Mm-hmm. Anyways, yeah, that was my Valentine's Day present, and I'm very happy. <laughs> Yay! Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm brewing good. <laughs> <laughs> Glad to hear it. How are you brewing? 
I'm Bruin also good. <laughs> I have a story time that you already know, but oh, not okay. everybody else knows. Well, I did post it on our social media, but um, we are going to be, I am going to be visiting Charleston next weekend and we are going to be hopefully recording a little bit for a future episode about teas around the world. Yeah. So in order to do that, I had to look up a bunch of recipes and different types of teas, and then I had to go purchase said teas. So last time when I bought all the roses and I bought so much of it, they were like, <laughs> you know, you can call ahead of time if you want, and then we'll have it ready for you. I was like, oh, that's perfect. So I called on Friday. Today is Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, I need to go. Or I need to come pick up like four or five different types of tea. And it's, uh, you know, it's all these specific stuff because I'm doing a podcast about teas around the world. And they went, oh, you're the one that came in and got roses. <laughs> I was like, yeah, <laughs> that was me. <laughs> Uh-oh, we have a reputation. <laughs> Uh-oh. Um, so they found everything for me. And actually, the I used decaf Earl Grey because uh-huh. it's the only decaf black tea. That's what I use for today. And they actually didn't have it in any baggie. She specially bagged it out of the jar for me. Oh. So I was like, thank you so much. She's like, how much do you want? I said, how much are you willing to give me? Because <laughs> I will drink it just on a day-to-day basis. So I uh, spent $100 on tea. Oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. Well, because I'm also basically having to replace all of my tea stocks. Oh, okay. So, um, but yeah, so when I got there, what I ended up posting on social media was on the bag. They had a little sticky note that said podcast. <laughs> podcast tease is what it said i thought you wrote that (laughs) no that was how it was labeled when i got there they i walked in she was helping somebody else and Uh i was like she's like oh can i help you because i was like kind of do that awkward stand there yeah and i was like yeah i called earlier to pick up a couple things because the woman i talked to in the morning said that she wasn't going to be there so she'd let them know and she goes oh do you have the podcast (laughs) so you have the podcast (laughs) yeah i am the podcast hello i am podcast yep so shout out to Spice and Tea Exchange in North Myrtle Beach at Barefoot Landing because they are the best. They are bomb AF. Uh-huh. The whole As crew of them. Affogato. Affogato. <laughs> bomb affogato. Mm-hmm. Um, but on a more personal note, we started playing D&D again, and that makes me very happy. It was a lot of fun. I'm very excited that we're actually mm-hmm. playing again. And I got mm-hmm. to make a new character that's very different than my normal character. So kind of excited mm-hmm. about that. Very feminine, yeah. very gentle for now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Currently. <laughs> At the moment. Mm-hmm. Let's just say one more hit and I could have gotten angry. <laughs> angry. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, mine is a literal teenager. Yep. <laughs> Who's just doing her best. I have a sneaking feeling, Mike, because so her background is that she has a happy family and this is just like a normal rite of passage traveling. Yeah. And I have a sneaking feeling Mike is going to try to turn this into the tragic backstory. <laughs> oh like if I, get, if I get back home and something happened to my family, I might legitimately cry while we're playing D&D. Oh, no. <laughs> just to make Mike feel bad. Good. Do it. Because he, he kind of keeps hinting at it. I'm like, mm. Mm. and he had that whole little one-on-one session with you and didn't tell anyone yeah so i have no idea what that's about and i'm very excited to find out later through um Mm -hmm. storytelling and my heart was racing when i came back i didn't even know what to say i was just like okay (laughs) (laughs) it was good i mean that's really good dming yeah yeah it was just mike is a very good (laughs) storyteller i honestly wish he could do it professionally because he has a talent and a passion Mm -hmm. for it one day or another gonna find you i'm gonna <laughs> sorry there's quite a few one day songs and you went to a one way song <laughs> well that's oh. not true she goes one day maybe next week i'm gonna oh, get okay you. true i'm gonna get you i get you anyways anyway, sorry tangent oh okay um any hoodle <laughs> the quick fire question of the day that I realized I forgot to write, so I just added it. Uh-huh. What is your favorite spice? So, I have a couple of answers. Okay. And a sniffle in my nose. 
I know. Okay. Sorry. Something spicy almost made me sneeze. Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) So my number one spice is rosemary. Mm -hmm. I love rosemary. But my number two and three spices are garlic powder and onion powder because they go in literally everything I have, mm-hmm. along with my number four spice, which is cayenne pepper, ah. which is my spiciest spice, also goes in everything I make. Mm-hmm. And uh, those are my Cajun spices. And if I'm nice. feeling lazy, I use Tony's, mm. <laughs> which yeah. also goes in a lot of stuff I make. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite spice? I didn't think of an answer. <laughs> you wrote the question. <laughs> I wrote the question five minutes ago. Um, What do I use most often? I use a lot of onion powder mm-hmm. and a lot of garlic powder and a lot of cinnamon. Probably cinnamon. Okay. Is what my favorite is. Because onion powder and garlic powder, I don't necessarily always think of as spices. Mm-hmm. I just think of them as like requirements for food. <laughs> requirements. Like it just makes the food better, you know? But yeah. it's not like, mm, I'm craving some onion powder. She's like, mm, I'm craving good food and that's how I get there. Yeah. But cinnamon, I'll sometimes crave cinnamon. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for me, like, okay, so let's say I'm making eggs. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people will just fry an egg and add salt and pepper and that's it but Mm -hmm. i will always fry my eggs and it'll be salt pepper garlic powder onion powder cayenne pepper and it Mm -hmm. just gives this and when i have it dried cracked rosemary i'm Mm -hmm. just out of the dried cracked rosemary at the moment (laughs) ah but it just it adds this really good dynamic of flavors to where you have a good savory egg hold on my cat would like to come in okay Come on, you can do it. Come on, kitten. Um, for a podcast, uh, my cat recently learned how to open doors. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been practicing very hard. Um, he understands that when you pull down, he can just lean against the door and push it. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's trying so hard, but I'm gonna let him in because he's just gonna yell and scratch at the carpet. Okay. Also, my cat has a little bit of separation anxiety, probably because I had separation anxiety when I adopted him. That'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you have? Grumpiness? Spite. My cat has spite. <laughs> because I have spite. <laughs> um, oh, I was going to say, when I fry eggs, I usually don't even add salt and pepper because I am always making sourdough toast to go with it. Ooh. And I put a lot of butter in the pan and toast the sourdough bread in the pan. So mm-hmm. I just, I really just want good yolky flavor with good buttery toast. Okay. Mm-hmm. That sounds good too. I'm, but my quiche, that has a bunch of spices in it. I don't normally mm-hmm. add butter to like anything. I'm not really a butter cooker. Mm-hmm. I'm more of an oil cooker. I know. That was a big yawn. I use butter because oil sometimes does not sit well in my tum-tum. So. Understandable. But anyway, back to chai. <laughs> Less about eggs. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I wrote this. Oh, I get it. I got it. Um, so. Yeah. What is chai? Uh, it's tea. <laughs> yes. Um, there was a, a website that said... In India, they consume more than 837,000 tons of chai a year. I don't have any perspective on how large that is. It's a lot. A it lot. It sounds like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, that was one of the first things I saw when I was researching. And I was like, wow, chai is really important. And then I saw that it came from thebetterindia.com. Okay. To which I asked, where is the worst India? <laughs> And the only conclusion I could come to is that it was in the Atlantic. But don't like the West Indies because that's where Christopher Columbus thought he was. (laughs) But it's not a very good India because it's not India. So true. True. Yep. Yep. Anyway, I see. Now I don't read. (laughs) Don't read. (laughs) 
I didn't know there was anything there. I always put little asterisks around my things that I block off, so I didn't realize ah. there was anything there. I just put a little arrow, and that's good enough. Um. So, anyway. <laughs> chai is the Hindi word for tea, and it's actually derived from the Chinese cha, which, you know, tea. Oh. So, you probably already know this, but some people may not. But when you say chai tea, you are just saying tea tea. Tea tea. <laughs> and I still say chai tea a lot, and then I giggle at it, but it's just so, like, ingrained now. Mm-hmm. It's just, a, it's a tea tea. Let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a child. <laughs> <laughs> See, when I hear chai tea, I immediately follow it now with latte. <laughs> Yeah. From being a barista for so long. Because <laughs> before that, I never had chai. Mm. And the only time I had chai was if Mike had chai. I'd have a sip ah. of it because he has the tea bags with chai and it's not this. No. No, not. no. This is way better. Mm-hmm. Um, the typical ingredients, where uh, they vary widely depending on what region and culture you're in. Mm-hmm. So... Kind of similar to how you were talking about with the flat white. There isn't really a set recipe for chai. Okay. It's more of like a category. So the typical ingredients that I found, mm-hmm. and including some variants, are black tea, which can be, for the most part, it's either Assam or Darjeeling, which are both very common in India. But I didn't know you could I could all- use Darjeeling. I have that. Oh, I didn't know you had that. Well, yes, I do. it is an option. I do in bags. Darjeeling's one of my favorite black teas. I mean, you could always cut open the bag. But it would be the, oh, well, it would steep. Yeah. Yeah, next time I'm going to try it with Darjeeling. Sorry, I got really excited because I have a use (laughs) for my Darjeeling and it's new. Uh Uh-huh. So you can use a somber Darjeeling. You could also use green tea or gunpowder tea from Kashmir, which is kind of like between India and Pakistan region. Okay. Um, you could also use rooibos tea, which is also caffeine-free, by the way, um, and yerba mate, Ooh. which we will talk about another day. But they are options for chai. Sounds like an insult. Yerba, yerba mate. mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, for sweeteners, you could uh, mostly use what you'd think of usually, like white sugar, brown sugar, honey. Uh, you could also use coconut sugar, mm. turbinado, demerara, and jaggery. So here's rabbit hole number one. Demeraba, demerara, which is D-E-M-E-R-A-R-A. I've always said demerara. I don't know if that's right or not now. <laughs> oh, I don't know. It might be. I've heard of demerara sugar. Possibly. I've I don't know what it, it is, but I've heard of it. Well, it is sugarcane. Typically large crunchy grains from Guiana, which was previously called Demerara in South America. We'll switch it. Um, (laughs) That's where it came from originally. And now it's also found a lot in Meridius, which is in Africa. But the this particular process means that the sugar naturally contains a small amount of molasses. Finished product. Mm -hmm. I think we used it in the shop as a topper probably i think because it is large and crunchy we would sprinkle it on top of one of the holiday drinks Mm. yeah that makes sense Mm -hmm. which is where Um, i got the pronunciation demerara so mm. that could just be us not knowing how to pronounce things like acai (laughs) (laughs) can i get a a (laughs) kai um turbinado sugar is what you would see in the store as sugar in the raw. Okay. So more mm-hmm. molasses? Yeah. It's um, it's not technically raw because it's still processed and boiled or else it would have like traces of soil and all the other stuff, you know, that's still on it. Mm. So it's not raw per se, but it is still that like kind of crunchier, larger grain sugar that has a little bit more mor- molasses. 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 Gotcha. It has a little bit more molasses than the demerara. 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 Yep. Um, and then jaggery 
is an unrefined sugar from Asia and Africa. It's called non-centrifugal sugar because it's not spun during processing, and that allows it to keep the most of the molasses out of these three, which means that it gets to keep all the nutritions that come in molasses as well, which I did not look up. But I am not a big fan of molasses at all. It is one of my least favorite flavors Mm. because... Actually, I don't know why. I just don't like it. But <laughs> it's the reason I don't like um, peanut butter cookies because they use hmm. molasses in it. And I love peanut butter. Don't like molasses. Hmm. It's just so... Blech. It tastes like... Burn? Burnt? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it reminds me yeah. if a smoker had sugar. It just... Mm. That icky... Yeah. The icky feeling. Yeah. It's not my favorite flavor. I also learned that jaggery is called gur in India. Gur? Or perhaps jur. It's G-U-R. Okay. So anyway, back out of that rabbit hole. Another (laughs) ingredient in chai is milk. (laughs) But typically you would not use milk from a cow because this is a drink that got its origins in India where cows are considered a sacred symbol. Oh my God, that's true. Mm -hmm. So it's taboo to kill them or use any byproducts from them for food. Although it's not like a, a, they don't think of a cow as a god, as you know, like a bunch of stereotypes would say. It's just like a a sacred symbol that, you know, it's a little weird to milk a sacred symbol and then put it in your tea. Mmm, god juice. (laughs) Mmm, sacred sauce. (laughs) Sacred sauce. sacred sauce thank you that's what i call chick-fil-a sauce (laughs) yes (laughs) sacred sauce sacred sauce (laughs) um so traditionally they would use buffalo milk they have buffaloes Uh uh-huh oh i didn't know that (laughs) yeah (laughs) this is what i'm taking out of this lesson (laughs) that india has buffaloes rabbit holes i'm sorry please continue (laughs) you're good um You can, of course, use whatever you want. So you can use cow milk. You can use soy milk, which is what I used. You can use almond milk, which is what you use. You can use goat milk. You can use yak milk. You could use all sorts of stuff. That might make me yak. That sounds really gross. Would goat milk have that funk that goat cheese has? Probably. Potentially. Hmm. I think I'd like that. I really like goat cheese. Does cow milk have the same funk as other cheeses that come from cow? milk well most milks or most cheeses aren't that funky yeah it's just but like the funky cheeses that are funky like blue cheese which has purpose mold get funky 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 funky. but like mozzarella is very mild cheddar Mm. is just white cheddar can be aged but it's usually smoked Mm. so like like if you think of string cheese that's just cheese yeah. I don't know. It's hard to tell what's processed and what's milk. You know, Yellow is processed. <laughs> Typically. Well, string cheese is also very processed. Yeah, I know. I just really like it. <laughs> oh, no, it's so good. <laughs> I just like mozzarella. <laughs> um, and the last ingredient in chai is spices. Mm, mm, spices. spices. <laughs> <laughs> um. The traditional ingredients of a spiced tea blend usually include black tea mixed with strong spices like cinnamon, cardamom, cloves, ginger, and black peppercorns. My coworker insisted that I use a lot of black pepper. She said she likes her tea spicier, and Mm -hmm. she adds a lot of black pepper, and I said no. (laughs) I might try that next time. Okay. I wanted to recreate what we did Mm -hmm. previously. It's still so good. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so my next question was, what different kinds of chai are there? Because, you know, variety and you heard different names for chai and all that kind of stuff. So the biggest, uh, sign of what kind of chai it's going to be is going to be what kind of spices and how much sweetness you incorporate. So masala chai, according to masterclass.com, uh, uses a general spice blend called masala. Okay. 
So masala can be used just to describe a general spice blend, but it's originally a Hindu spice blend. And chai, like we discussed, means tea. So masala is just talking about an average spice blend. Yes. Like you mentioned before with the cinnamon, cardamom, cloves, and pepper. Well, like that could be marsala. Yes. So like the term masala can be used to refer to a blend, a spice blend. Mm -hmm. There was an original one that stemmed from like Hinduism, but I couldn't find exactly what the original one was. Okay. I did find um, there is a garam masala. That specifically includes cinnamon sticks, green cardamom pods, black peppercorn, coriander seeds, cumin seeds, mace, which is a relative of nutmeg, oh. and bay leaves toasted in a pan. I just, huh. So uh-huh. is mace actually a type of like pepper? Because like we have mace spray that burns your eyes. Hold on. Let's see. Mace. Spice. Well, is nutmeg a pepper? No, but like dandelions and daisies are related to each other, but they don't quite look the same. So there's a chance that they could be related, but not the same. Maybe they just call it mason. It's completely unrelated. I love bay leaves. Oh. Uh, Pepperspraystore.com says mace is also a common cooking spice derived from nutmeg. So it's not exactly true, but it's considered a flavor mix between cinnamon and pepper or a more extreme version of nutmeg. Interesting. But then the spicehouse.com says that mace is a sister spice of nutmeg. Okay. Like is its own thing, its mm-hmm. own plant. So do with that what you will. <laughs> it's a little confusing. Yeah. Let's see. Nutmeg trees are the only plant to give us two spices. Nutmegs are the actual seeds of the tree, while mace is what's known as the arrow, the protective coating of the seed. Oh, okay. That's what it is. I'm going to have to. It's like with the coffee where you have the pit, which gives you the bean, Mm -hmm. and the cherry, which gives you the sugar that I forgot how to say. Yes. Casa... I'm not going to remember. <laughs> There's a lot of pronunciations in this. Episode. Oh, that was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. So that's what mace is. Okay. Um, and it's in that one. There's also chat masala, which has amchur, cumin, coriander, ginger, black pepper, asafoetida, <laughs> salt, and chili. Um, I I have a question. Yep. What is asafoetida? <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Let's go down a rabbit hole. Okay. It is a dried sap of gum resin obtained from the roots of the ferula plant. So then you ask, what's a ferula plant? What's a ferula plant? Thank you. <laughs> it is a flowering plant. And according to the U.S. National Library of Medicine, it is used in modern herbalism in the treatment of hysteria. Some nervous conditions, bronchitis, asthma, and whooping cough. Are you telling me this thing can cure everything that's wrong with me? Apparently. (laughs) So. It's going to make me sane and uh and my lungs will be fixed. Yeah. Wow. Where do you find this plant? (laughs) I don't know. I feel like this is only in India. (laughs) Go to an herbalism. Well, this is from the U.S. National Library of Medicine. All right, I'm going to go to the U.S. National Library of Medicine. (laughs) Or you could go to an herbalism store and ask them for it. Okay. Yep. Um, I also looked up what Amchor was because I had heard of it, but I didn't really know what it is. Okay. And it is apparently a mango powder. What what part of the mango and how is it powdered? The powdery part. Is it like the fruit or is it like the tree? (laughs) How do you make Amchor? (laughs) I'm sorry I'm asking so many questions. Dried, unripe green mangoes. Oh, so it probably doesn't taste really like mango, does it? No, probably not. Because you don't have any of those developed sugars. But I mean, it comes from mango. So then I asked myself, Mm -hmm. um, because we've talked a lot before that I have a reishi masala chai. Right. And it gives me the details of what's in it. Hey, what's in it? So that includes (laughs) cardamom, ginger root, cinnamon, black pepper, cloves, and chili pepper. 
Yum. So it's kind of like a combination of the garam and chat. Okay. Mm-hmm. That sounds really good, actually. Minus right? the cloves. It doesn't sound bad. Mm. I'd like to try it with chili pepper. I feel like that'd be spicy and smoky. I could bring it with me next weekend. Ooh, yeah. And we could just try it for funsies. Okay. <laughs> just okay. for funsies. Funsies. Um, funsies. And then, of course, as we mentioned earlier, I had to look into what Starbucks includes in their chai tea latte. Oh, good. Let's hear. It's actually not that bad. Okay. Their official rep- re- <laughs> Their official recipe, a recipe on the website <laughs> says water, black tea, ginger, cinnamon, black pepper, cardamom, star anise, cloves, and cardamom essence. I don't know what cardamom essence is, but all of that seemed pretty spot on. Yeah. Is this their most culturally appropriate drink? Possibly. Other than like <laughs> English breakfast tea. Yeah. Yeah. Good for them. But then, you know, they add like a whole lot of sugar, which isn't yeah. bad. Like it's not it's not inaccurate. Uh-huh. It just is what it is. Okay. I mean, some people mm-hmm. like their tea sweeter. I mean, the lady on the video was like, if you like more sugar, add only add three. If you don't like sugar, add two. I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so we used a simplified recipe, but only because it's what we used almost a year ago when we made it originally. Yeah. And so we did a cup of water and a cup of heavy cream or a cup of milk or soy milk or whatever you want to use. I mm-hmm. used soy milk. You used vanilla almond milk. I did. Um, then we did about two thirds teaspoon of cardamom, which is equal to about four pods ground up. Mm-hmm. Did about a half inch root of ginger chopped and diced up. And then we used about a tea, a tablespoon and a half of black tea. Yeah. And, and I ended up using a quarter teaspoon of ginger powder because mm-hmm. I forgot to buy it. So yeah. that's what I had in my cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> and dink. Hmm. This is as good as I remember it being. Mine, I remember it being stronger. Mine's pretty strong. So I'll probably make it stronger next time. But the ginger is real good. My, I think, I think I could deal with less cardamom. I want more cardamom and more tea. The ginger is perfect. It is still very good though. Mm. This feels like you should be having it on a nice winter or fall day where it's like crisp. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not even mm-hmm. a big fan of these spices, but they go well. And the mm-hmm. almond milk is good with it. Mm-hmm. The soy milk is very thick, which is nice. Oh, love a good mm-hmm. thick tea. Thick. Thick. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good sound. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, so anyway, would you like to learn the history of chai? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, I got a, a pretty good bit of history. So, all right. <laughs> um, TheBetterIndia.com, rolling out a whole bunch of quality quotes. Mm-hmm. Like the history of any famous beverage, the origins of chai are steeped in legend. <laughs> That's Get such it. a good quote. Because <laughs> you steep tea. Uh-huh. 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 Um, so there's a few versions of the story, because okay. of course. Of course. Why wouldn't there be? You know, it's boring if you just have like one story. This is it. Now you know. Like, if you just talk about some lady that got pregnant in the 90s and had a craving, it's cool. But, <laughs> but we need mystery. Yes. I need to leave an open-ended question, like the end of Inception. Mr. T. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was yesing the Mr. T. I was yesing the, the uh, what you said. I forgot now. Brain went. Um, so anyway, one story goes that chai was developed by accident when a Buddhist monk on his way to China observed the local ritual of chewing on a few wild leaves and tried it himself. <laughs> Naturally. Then, when he felt rejuvenated, he decided to bring it back to India with him. 
And interestingly, um, the tea was believed to have been discovered by mistake 5,000 years ago when the emperor of China found tea leaves in his boiling pot of water and went, yeah, sure. He didn't know if it was like (laughs) going to kill him. He just went, "Eh, I'll try it. Yep. You know, everything's edible once. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This time it was edible twice. You got lucky, kid. <laughs> Wait, it's like the the episode with Avatar where he goes, delicious tea or deadly poison? <laughs> <laughs> and it's what, yep. the, jade, the jade plant or something? Yeah, it was like a white dragon or a jade plant. Yeah, something like that, yeah. Something like, yeah. I might rewatch that later. We'll post a meme of it or something. I just I think it's it's the picture that we used for the Uncle Iroh bonus episode. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's that. If you go back and find that, it's that. <laughs> <laughs> um another legend said that it was a king in ancient India, most likely Harshavardhana. <laughs> Uh, you just sounded like when you tell Siri to say he 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 when the H's and the E's are in random. Harshavardhana. Harshavardhana? Yes. Most likely Harshavardhana. Say that five times fast. No. When you're a native English speaker. <laughs> um, under whose patronage Nalanda University reached its zenith. I did not go down that rabbit hole. My brain was getting tired at this point. I appreciate that. <laughs> My brain is going burr. I acknowledged the rabbit hole, continued walking past it. Anyway, so this king developed chai to remain alert during a long court hour. <laughs> Some historians believe that Emperor Ashoka, which is almost spelled like the Star Wars character. I thought it was. Nope, that's Ahsoka. Oh. It's A-H-S instead of A-S-H. Oh, well, it looks the same to me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so Emperor Ashoka uh, had made it a part of his various peace treaties and court culture and a habit that eventually percolated down to the common people. <laughs> percolated. <laughs> so according to that legend, it was originally just like a, I need to stay awake and I want something yummy to drink and now uh-huh. I have something to serve guests. That's smart. Mm-hmm. I need it, so you're going to have it. <laughs> Take it. Drink this. <laughs> Drink this. <laughs> the third legend talks about Sajivani Bhuti, which is a plant. Oh, I thought this a was a person. I did too. Um, so the third legend says that this plant and its concoction brought a comatose Lakshaman, who is an individual, alive in an epic tale story not a play kind of beowulf vibes called ramayana Uh ramayana um and that was supposed to be the first chai like the legend of the first chai and then it brought a man back from a coma slash death question mark jeez yep um so interestingly the shrub that finds mention in each of the tales is very similar to camellia sinensis (laughs) (laughs) But the official like Camellia sinensis plant was not discovered by or was discovered by the British in Assam in 1823 and like okay. recognized as a species of plant kind of thing. Huh. Yep. Oh, hey, look at that note that I added there. Sanjivani is a magical plant in Hinduism that can heal ailments and bring back the dead. That's a magical plant. Yeah. Um. So most of the sources say that Chai is a certain age. Would you like to take a guess at how many years ago they agree Chai showed up? Well, based on what you've told me Mm -hmm. and the fact that some dude saw some guy eating. No, well, that was when tea was discovered. Kind Basically what it was is almost as soon as tea came back to India, Mm-hmm. They added the spices to it. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to say how long ago or how many years from today? Backwards. Yes. I'm going to say 
<laughs> no, into the future. We Maybe haven't tea? discovered it yet. No, there's no such thing as tea. <laughs> we are way ahead of the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're going to be the experts in the field. I'm going to say 4,000 years ago. That is a really good guess. Really? <laughs> because it is 5,000 years ago. Well, you said that it was 5,000 years ago that the dude saw the dude eating tea. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know how long after it would be, so I went with four. <laughs> that is the number that they have settled on. Okay. Um, I do have, there were some estimates that say it's closer to a bigger number. Would you like to guess at the bigger number? 10,000. 9,000. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> that was truly just go. plucked uh-huh. out of the air. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so... They mostly agree that it originated around 5,000 years ago, but some of them say much, much older than that. That's so cool. Who's to say? Huh? Right? Tell um, you, China just hides things, and mm-hmm. then we learn about it. Or India, in this case. True, true. Mm-hmm. Um, so then I ventured onto thespruceeats.com. <laughs> Our favorite source. <laughs> it's not an episode without thespruceeats.com. No, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> so they say... There are stories that the court where from the first legend where the king uh, got the tea back and all that mm-hmm. was located in what is now India, while others attribute masala chai to Thai origins. Regardless, it is said that a king created it as a cleansing, vivifying Ayurvedic beverage. What is Ayurvedic? I'm so glad you asked. Oh, my Look, God. Am I asking hole. the right <laughs> questions? <laughs> yes. I swear I'm not looking forward on the notes. I'm just genuinely confused. Well, that's how I ended up in the rabbit hole because I keep reading these words. I'm like, what does that mean? (laughs) So Ayurvedic refers to a natural medicine from India. And it comes from the Sanskrit where Ayur, which is A-Y-U-R, means life. And Veda means science or knowledge. So it literally translates to the knowledge or science of life. Oh, I love that. Right? But the term Ayurvedic medicine tends to refer to like a medicine that takes a more holistic approach. Okay. So it considers physical, mental, spiritual health, all that kind of stuff. Oh. And that is a definition from Hopkins Medicine. So that's stamped official. The spruce eats reiterated what other people had been saying that there was never really one solid chai recipe. Mm-hmm. Um, although originally it did not contain tea leaves. So it was caffeine free. Wait, so what it... Uh, when it was used for medicinal purposes, it was spices in water or milk or both. Huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it was an herbal tea. <laughs> it wasn't even a tea. It was like a... It was a milk. Spicy milk. Mmm. Spicy milk. Mmm. Spicy milk. <laughs> Why is it spicy? <laughs> Cardamom. <laughs> <laughs> um... But then the red coat showed up in the early 1800s. <laughs> Wait. Because the red coats like Britain? Yeah, yeah, like the UK. Britain. Okay. The red coats. The red coats are coming and now they're here in the early 1800s in India. <laughs> um so you know, they set up camp, made air quote friends. Um and in the early 1900s, black tea started to be pushed out by the British specifically into all of their colonies. But it was super expensive. Mm-hmm. So what they would do is they would use the spices and milk and other flavors to keep the tea flavorful, but not have to use so much tea to make the drink quality. Do you think they also used um, that smoky tea that we used for the Boston Tea Party? The bohia? Yeah. Do you think they Probably. also had bohia? Probably. Because that would have been one of the cheaper ones. Mm-hmm. So I would not be surprised. Um, then in like the 1930s ish tea became even cheaper when the CTC method was introduced, which is also known as the Mamri method. Okay. Mamri. Um, that stands for crush or cut, tear, curl. What, what, how do you curl? Like pick them up, use them as weights. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Of all the ways you could curl a tea leaf. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Are we yeah. rolling them into tiny little scrolls? I yeah, basically, but like with okay. a machine. Oh, okay. A machine I am is the machine. It. I am the machine. Um, without looking. Okay. 
Do you want to take a guess at who invented the CTC method? This is my Derek. Oh, no. <laughs> no. I mean, not to that degree. So does that mean it's someone that I've, I've been, I, we've talked about already? Uh-huh. Don't cheat. <sighs> I can see your eyes. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at past notes. <laughs> um, uh, the guy who saw the dude chewing on leaves. No, but that is a good guess. I'm really the guy chewing on leaves. Except this was like 4,000 years later. Oh, shoot. Okay. Uh, I don't remember names. It was William. Wait, wait. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say the, the whatever titty. No. Or was that a that's plant? That's not a person. Yeah, that's a <laughs> that's a spice. Um, it was William Ewart McCurcher. I don't remember that name. <laughs> the guy that wrote the poem from the intro, who Are was also kidding? the prime minister. <laughs> he came back around. <laughs> That's why he wrote a poem about tea. He really liked tea. Um, so basically, what this method is, is it's hundreds of rollers that crush, tear, and curl the leaves into pellets. Mm-hmm. Because prior to this, the tea leaves were just rolled into strips. So the process made it easier to get a whole lot of tea very quickly. So it just lowered that cost. Okay. Um, it quickly became popular. And that's what's used for most tea bags today is that method. Oh, I didn't know that. And it gets you all those little bits and pieces. Ah, the powdery mm-hmm. stuff that tea purists hate. Yes. So it uh, it's less labor intensive and it still delivers a strong flavor, but it's not as like sophisticated or nuanced. Okay. So, yeah, but it worked. I also learned that regionally chai vendors became known as chai wallas. Chai wallas? Chai wallas. And I, I love like that, that dearly. Tearly. Tearly. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, the most popular time of day to drink chai around in India is around 4 p.m. And it's usually with a snack. So it's like a, it's like a tea time. This is a little afternoon tea. It's also not out of the ordinary to have three or four cups of it a day. That's me and coffee. Mm-hmm. It's, it's basically coffee. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's all I had for history. But of course, I cannot discuss any tea without talking about potential health benefits of course why why else would you drink tea right <laughs> so over to webmd <laughs> our most <laughs> renowned source uh-huh we are kicking it off strong because of course this tea has antioxidants or oh. catechins which are cancer fighters Woo! Woo! oh i'm sorry did i yell too loud oh. <laughs> um Chai also may include calcium, manganese, potassium, and vitamin K, depending on what ingredients you use. And that's going to be what a lot of this health is. is it depends on which spices you're using. That's fair. Um, with no sweeteners or milk, it could be calorie-free, which means that you could use it to replace hot chocolate or apple cider. Um, sure. Around the holidays. Well, like apple cider specifically it would get you that nice spicy flavor in the fall and the winter without it necessarily having to be super fatty or sugary wait so without milk are you just Mm -hmm. using water yep so it's just a tea yeah oh okay it's just a chai (laughs) 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 um i also learned that cinnamon may help prevent hypertension Okay. Which, for anyone who doesn't know, reduces your risk of high blood pressure. Hmm. Uh, and is especially effect- thought, well, it's thought to be especially effective for people with diabetes. Interesting. WebMD never explains itself, though, so you just kind of have to take that at face value. <laughs> <laughs> um, there are also studies that claim that the mere smell of cinnamon can improve attention and focus. So really? Really? snort cinnamon you don't have any attention problems so what they need to do is they need to make add medicine with cinnamon with the smell of cinnamon yes yes 
Um, black tea also helps with most of these things. And it can also help regulate blood sugar levels, so long as you don't load it down with sugar. Hmm. <laughs> Over to Healthline, the better better health source. Um, it They agreed on the blood pressure and cinnamon and black tea relationship. Um, but they noted, because they do explain themselves, that that's mostly <laughs> from animal studies with much higher doses of cinnamon than what you would get in a chai. Okay. They also said some human studies have confirmed correlation, especially with reducing bad cholesterol, but none of the blood pressure research with black tea has been direct. Hmm. Like it's all been, there's a lot of correlation and there's a lot of factors in it, mm-hmm. but there might be a relationship there. Oh, okay. Yep. They also said ginger and cinnamon can be good for blood sugar levels. And, for instance, studies show that cinnamon may reduce insulin resistance and fasting blood sugar levels by 10 to 29%. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's actually, like, a big difference. Mm Mm-hmm. Dang. But all of these doses, depending on the study, are 1 to 6 grams of cinnamon a day, or of each spice that they're using. Okay. So, and they don't account for any sweeteners added. Mm Mm-hmm. So this is more of, like, a examining individual ingredients that won't necessarily give you these effects from the chai itself. Right. In theory, not in use, potentially. hmm Yeah. Then Healthline brought up Starbucks. Oh, no. <laughs> they said, um, the American Heart Association recommends women keep their intake of added sugar under 25 grams per day, and men keep their intake under 38 grams per day. A latte from Starbucks alone will max out that limit. Aww. So don't do that one if you're trying to be heart health conscious. I'm not. <laughs> Neither am I. That's like the last thing I want to worry about right now. I'm uh, mm-hmm. I'm content like just like worrying about my weight and then going from there. No, that's fair. I'm content just worrying about my mental health and going from there. You know what? Facts. I do have mm-hmm. a tub of ice cream that I'm going to be nipping at. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I really like the ice cream, but then it also makes me really cranky. So. Interesting. Yep. Um, they also discussed that ginger may reduce nausea, especially during pregnancy, is what they said. Hmm. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, I didn't either. It makes sense. <laughs> I, I didn't make that connection. I don't know why I didn't think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, cinnamon, cloves, cardamom, and black pepper also may have antibacterial properties. Okay. Black pepper showed signs of increasing digestive enzymes in an animal study. Um, Black pepper may also help with weight loss. No, no. Chai may also help with weight loss as far as uh, replacing sugar and limiting hunger kind of things. Like if you just Uh drink a chai without all the additives. Yeah. Um, And then they say, of course, it isn't a cure-all and don't drink too much of it expecting drastic results. Obviously. (laughs) I like that little eye roll you just did. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was very sassy well, there's always that one guy you know yeah. like well you told me to drink chai tea and then I wouldn't get cancer or have high blood pressure like no that's not what I told you and Healthline of course links all of their studies so if anyone is interested you can go over to the Healthline link that I'm including in the sources and go read like 20 different studies about various spices <laughs> and teas I trust their summary and I am not going to read them all that's uh, understandable Who has time for that? But they're there if that's what you're into. (laughs) So that's all I have for chai. All right. I learned a lot. Yeah. It was a lot more interesting than I thought it was going to be because I thought it was basically going to be like you take tea and add milk and spices and then you have chai. Uh Uh-huh. And it was better than that. It was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) It had drama. It had Mm -hmm. milk. (laughs) (laughs) It had all kinds of milk. Yeah. So... I have a quiz for you. Yay! Which you do not have to open, so you can continue to cuddle cat while I read you things. I don't think it's a good idea for me to move. (laughs) Um, So this quiz is, everyone has a spice that matches their soul. Here's yours. Yeah! Mm -hmm. And most of these, I think, are food-based, so. Okay. First, pick something salty. 
Your options are bacon, potato chips, caviar, pretzels, french fries, and prosciutto. God, I was so certain I knew what my answer was. No, we're french fries. It's definitely french fries. Or as I, as a baby called them, kayais. And then one day my godmother was like, it's french fry. And I went, french fry. (laughs) And that was it. Kayais. You had a full wind up of like, you were ready to just confidently say french fries. And then you, oh. The prosciutto made me think. I love prosciutto. Especially with goat cheese. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yum. Okay. Pick something tart. You could choose cherries, grapefruit, sauerkraut, yogurt, candy lemons, and pomegranate seeds. Oh, I love pomegranate seeds. So we're going to go with that. Okay. They're like a special treat. I almost never get them. Mm. Next, pick something sweet. You can choose molasses. No. (laughs) Milk chocolate. (laughs) Vanilla. Strawberries. Honey. Or caramel. Chocolate. Solid choice. Next, pick something savory. Mm. You can pick mushrooms. Pork belly. Parmesan, sun-dried tomatoes, caramelized onion, oh. or or roasted garlic. Oh! <laughs> I have to choose between three. Okay, so it's between uh-huh. the sun-dried tomatoes, the uh, roasted garlic, and what was before that? Caramelized onions. Oh, my God, and the caramelized onions. I love all three of those things very much. <laughs> um... What do I like more, though? That's the question. Mm. You know what? All right. So here's how it's going to work. Okay. First of all, mushrooms are umami. They are not savory. (laughs) (laughs) True. Second. Okay. I love sun-dried tomatoes. But when I think of sun-dried tomatoes, I don't think savory. I think tang. Uh Uh-huh. Same with caramelized onions i think of those Mm -hmm. as sweet so i will go with garlic all right that's good deductive reasoning garlic is also kind of sweet though but we're just gonna ignore that (laughs) okay now pick something spicy Mm, spicy Mm, spicy you can pick jalapeno Mm -hmm. or jalapeno (laughs) sriracha Mm -hmm. wasabi okay Red pepper flakes, mm-hmm. hot kimchi, okay, or Szechuan peppercorns. Ooh, mm-hmm. it's between the sriracha and the Szechuan. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go with the sriracha. Okay, because I do really like Szechuan, but only specifically from the China, chi- the Chinese place by you. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Best Szechuan. So now we're going to switch it up a little bit. Okay. Pick a dominant flavor. Okay. You can pick salty, sweet, tart, sour, savory, or acidic. Savory. Okay. I'm very much a savory person. And then I think this is your last question. Okay. Pick a subtle secondary flavor. Okay. You can pick floral, your favorite, complex, (laughs) bitter, Fruity, grassy, or buttery? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, can I hear them one more time? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. They're kind of weird. Are f- <laughs> they are floral, complex, bitter, fruity, grassy, or buttery. What counts as complex? Depth of flavor, I guess. Like something that you take a bite of it and you're like, ooh, this is like a lot of flavor to it, not just one note. <laughs> What's funny is that it said subtle and complex is one of them. I'm going to go with <laughs> yeah. complex. Okay. Oh. <laughs> you're sweet, popular, and a little spicy. 
You are cinnamon. No, I hate cinnamon. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't hate cinnamon. I'm just very picky about it. No! (laughs) Uh, At least everyone likes me. (laughs) (laughs) Except for you, apparently. Yeah, except for me. You know, the weirdo. What about you? What's your spice? Let's see. Let's refresh and do it again. Refresh. Refresh. That tickled my tongue. Refresh. I am uh, also going to do french fries for my salt. Kayais. Something tart. I am going to say yogurt because that's just what I eat the most out of all those things. Something sweet is, of course, going to be milk chocolate. Mm -hmm. Something savory. I think... Well, see, Parmesan is also technically umami. That's true. Based on our previous research. However, umami was not under the category, so I'm going to go with mushrooms. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of which, side story, I tried MSG by itself for the first time, which is Mm -hmm. also kind of umami, and Mm -hmm. it tasted like mushrooms, which for the longest time I went... Mushrooms don't taste like anything. And then when I tried the MSG by itself, I was like, oh, this is the part that tastes like umami. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. It all clicked all of a sudden. MSG isn't like umami. It is umami. Oh, well, in that case, it tasted just like mushrooms. (laughs) Specifically raw mushrooms. Okay. It has that like... Earthy? Yeah, kind of. Uh huh. It's not quite earthy. Dad, it's kind of like dry funk. Mm. Dad says it tastes like dirt. Not to me. He doesn't like mushrooms. So. Oh well, that's because he didn't wash them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why there's dirt on them. Wash your mushrooms. <laughs> Always wash your mushrooms. Please continue your quiz. I'm sorry. For spicy. I'm uh-huh. going to say a jalapeno. For a dominant flavor, I think I am also going to say savory. Okay. But I am going to pick buttery for my I subtle secondary. I knew you were going to buttery. I love it's buttery. like the eggs. Aw. I don't know if I agree with the description, but it says, you're reserved, quiet, and unique. I am bay. <laughs> like the leaf? Yeah, but you it are just bae. says Bay. I am I like Bay. That. You are Bay. I am Bay. You can what be up? quiet I'm and bae. reserved. There's definitely things that you don't just be like, "Hi," you know. It takes you a minute sometimes. True. Not always the life of the party. Sometimes it's Miss Mysterious. Oh, sometimes oh. it's I'm in a bad mood and don't want to say something <laughs> bad to you first time we meet. So I'm going to elect to be quiet. <laughs> Your face is ugly. I mean, hi. I mean, hi. Nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, um. So, anyway, that's what I have for Chai. We finally <laughs> did it. <laughs> Woo! Um, do you have any ideas on what you would like to do next? Next is going to probably be a Tolkien-inspired drink because it's coming out, out right around uh, Tolkien Reading Day, and I am a big fan of the entire Tolkien universe. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Wee! So, uh, yeah. Thank you for listening. <laughs> so awkward. Uh, thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, thank you, everybody, so much for listening as we finally did a Chai There episode. Um, I had a lot of sources for this one and I will try to label them as best I can but they will all be in the episode notes which is the research sources the quizzes and the video that we used for our recipe and you can also find our podcast at webrewgood.podbean.com that's webrewgood.podbean.com or on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and Google Podcast and potentially Facebook that's true. That should be coming out pretty soon, especially but by then now. But again, maybe not. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> but in the meantime, 
Uh, we are still getting oh so close to being able to leave comments on Spotify just by giving us some five-star reviews. And of course, if you leave a, a, a five-star review on Apple Podcast or Google Podcast, I think it's just Apple Podcast if I remember correctly, um, we'll give you a shout out and say your your username or your actual name on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So please, please leave us a review. Yes, please. We would love it very much. Um, you can also find us on social media on the Facebooks, the Graham Grams, and the Tic Tacs <laughs> at We Brew Good. Uh, in case you didn't know, that's Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at We Brew Good. Um, or you could send us an email at WeBrewGood at gmail.com. And um, as per usual, you always need to include everyone in your family. So make sure that you take a moment this Sunday. Or this week, whenever you're listening, to just acknowledge the spicy guinea pig in your life. You know, the one that's just like, it bites a little bit more. The one that mm -hmm. maybe not everyone's a fan of, but you know, deep down, it's a good guinea pig. Mm -hmm. It can bring you back from the dead. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> magical. Legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway. Stay, Stay brutal. brutal. <laughs> Perfect. What a solid episode. Yeah. <laughs>